There you go. Julie Mason uh, is watching. Texas sees in, isn't it? The Lone Star State. Good evening to you. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, viewers in America and also in Canada as well. Uh, has the purge started yet in America? No, no, it's it, it's all right. All right. Not, not yeah. yet. It's the illusion of choice. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good evening to you, William, as well. Now, what have, what have you been doing this week then, Maury? Well, I, I've been quite busy. Uh, I, I have, I found myself this week, I got asked this week to do two jobs, two actual pieces of paid employment, Justin. Yeah. One was, we were in Belfast today recording some stuff for Queen's University, a bit of a walking tour. And, well, lots of people won't realise this word, won't recognise this word, but we call it foundered. It's where you're extremely cold. And this, I, I come home, my hands were like blocks of ice. Uh, they went bright red because it was, it was freezing in Belfast today. It was absolutely freezing. Uh, so got that done. Then next week, I, I've discovered that I'm, I'm listed as a Jewish expert of Jewish Belfast. Okay, I, I probably know a little bit more about it than most people, but uh, I'm giving that a word. So I'm joining a panel to discuss Jewish history of Ireland, and I'm the Belfast contingent. It's Mazel Tov. Very interesting indeed. So uh, it's that time of the night uh, where we do the news, and uh, we call it Whiskey This Week, or This Week in Whiskey. We'll have to go with kind of the big story in Irish whiskey this week is Bushmills, Causeway Coast Collection. Bushmills, we've talked about this before, Bushmills have released these limited edition single cask offerings well maybe not single cask but they're, they're, they're very limited editions of various cask finishes in different countries around the world now this has caused a bit of panic among uh, collectors but the one i want to draw everyone's attention to it's a 30 year old finished in new american oak the way this is being released is a bit strange there's only 430 bottles or thereabouts of this and they've released the first 100 bottles so far. Now, this is only available at Dublin and Cork Airport. Nobody can fly anywhere at the minute, Marty. How, how, how can you get your hands on it then? Well, this is the thing. You have to go through the airport to buy them. But six of these have popped up really on the first auction that's available after these have been released. Unless people are flying through and flying from Cork to Birmingham for example, which is perfectly plausible. That's the only way they can really be sold or be got hold of so quickly. Now, one suspects there's a little bit of, shall we say, underhand play going on here. People don't mind people collecting whiskey. That's everybody, people have done this for a very long time. That, that, nobody minds that. But it's almost as if, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is factually accurate, but I'm just putting it out there, that people with shall we say, the first line are, are picking them up before anybody has a chance to buy them. Knowing that they can sell these for an inflated price pretty much straight away. And what I mean by that is it comes into the retailer and the people working there snaffle them up, sell them for double the price. Now, if you buy maybe double, maybe triple the price, who knows? If you buy one, flip it, and then have bought two more, because you've, made, you've doubled your money, you buy another couple, you sell them. You've, let's just say 
it's very easy to buy six bottles of this if you have access to it. It's only available in two places. So it's popping up on the auction markets, which really rankles with lots and lots of people. This is called the Causeway Collection. Do you not think that's a bit cheeky doing that? This is, this is rankling lots and lots of people. I'm quite right. Now, this is 700 euros a bottle. This is not cheap. Now, if you are putting it on an auction site and maybe doubling, potentially tripling your money, you're making a lot of money at this. And this is at the expense of the genuine whiskey fan. Now, this one that I showed, this one is from Germany. So you can only get, get this in Germany. I bought it at a shop online and had it shipped over. Now, this, there's a lot of bottles of this. This is this will be a fairly common one. So this you'll not make a lot of money at. Don't mind paying a little bit extra and having it sent over. I'm a guy, a very generous guy called Robert has secured me one of the Swedish cask ones and I'm having it sent over. As I say, people don't mind people collecting bottles of whiskey. I know a couple of guys who don't really drink, but they'll still collect some bottles, they'll still collect bottles of whiskey. We've got somebody in from Dublin tonight. Peter Galbraith says evening from Dublin. Peter, have you managed to get one of these bottles yet? Let us know uh, if you've managed to get one of these uh, 30-year-old oak ones from Dublin or or Cork or or, or Shannon or just Dublin and Cork. Oh, just Dublin and Cork. So as I say, it's only available in two places, and yet there's six bottles of it has popped up at an auction. So one does wonder if there's some foul play going on here. That rankles because the genuine collector the guy who wants to have it to drink, first and foremost, isn't even getting a chance at it unless he plays vastly inflated prices. £700 is a huge outlay for anybody. €700, sorry, £620 isn't a huge outlay for anybody. And for it really to be doubled again if people want to collect it, it's, it, I just it, it rankles. And there's a few people that have got really, really annoyed at this. I saw one guy wrote on Twitter, that's enough for of Irish whiskey for me. I look for some recommendations for some other spirit. Auction prices, I talked about this last week, about some of the auction prices. They're continuing to go really through the roof. The same auction, and the auction I'm talking about here is one of the largest in the British Isles, whiskey auctioneer. Because Middleton very rare prices have shot up in the last couple of months, I mean, just astronomical 2020 middleton very rare which is very hard to get it's now selling for i think it's sort of six six to eight hundred pounds a ball but obviously people have thought we'll get bottles of anything and the old bottles of 2019 that we're lying about there's 52 bottles of that for sale so people are just running out any old bottles they can find of middleton very rare buy them and get them put onto the site. This is 2018. This is now going for about £400 a bottle. Well, I do wonder where this is going to stop. You know, where's, where's this going to be for the ordinary punter, the ordinary collector, the ordinary man on the street? Is really not getting access to any of this stuff now. Well, there's Mark Curses. Whiskey is for drinking, not investing. Uh, on Saddy Face, I, I know folks will invest in anything, but I like to drink the stuff and share it with my friends. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I I don't mind someone who collects whiskey that's a genuine collector. That's okay. People do what they want. It's the people who buy it straight away before anyone has a chance of buying it 
just to sell it on at a profit. The ordinary whiskey enthusiast just totally cut out of the picture. He's not, he or she's not getting a chance. You can understand why lots of people are getting really annoyed at this, really annoyed at it, because it's just, it's just unaf- unaffordable for, for various people. There's Peter Gilbraith got back to us. He says it's available at the airport, but very difficult to travel at present. Sounds very suspect and how the people are getting their hands on these bottles. Yes, it's yes. It's, it's, it's it's very fortuitous. It's very fortuitous. What we're going to do is uh, we're heading out of lockdown in a month's time. OK, so we're heading out of lockdown in a month's time. And Marty and me are hoping at some point quite a, a big percentage of people in Northern Ireland have started getting their jobs and they've said don't get your hopes up uh, they said don't get your hopes up well we're not getting our hopes up but we do want to take people on a little trip and this little trip it will actually be to a distillery somewhere in Northern Ireland okay it'll be somewhere in Northern Ireland and basically We'll visit the distillery, okay? So we're going to launch this thing. We're doing a sort of wet launch of it, okay? It's going to launch officially uh, for St. Patrick's Day, okay? But we want to gauge the amount of people that want to go on the trip. So the way we're going to do it is, this is what everybody that does a podcast does. They, They have a Patreon or a Buy Me A Coffee account, and you can become a member, okay? So that membership will get you backstage access to stuff but it'll also mean that your membership fee will guarantee you one trip to a distillery in the calendar year okay so that's dead easy to do if you're in northern ireland this is a benefit so it's buy me a coffee.com slash irish whiskey okay that's the way you find us okay so it's buymeacoffee.com irish whiskey and you'll find it there and it explains how to sign up, okay? So you sign up. Membership is £40 for the, the year, and that is basically you're on the trip, all right? 18 or older, and then that enables you to sign up on the trip. And you're probably thinking, wow, how does this work? Well, if we only get four people wanting to go on the trip once we're out of lockdown and we'll come up with a date because – it doesn't suit two other people. We'll be in a minivan, okay? But if we do get 400 people uh, wanting to do it, that means me and Marty will be on a coach each four times in a row, okay? And that's how we're going to do it. But we don't think we're going to be overwhelmed, but we do want to gauge the response. So it's buymeacoffee.com slash whiskey. Right, so you don't need the review bit in, it'll pop up. So it's buymeacoffee.com Irish whiskey. And when you sign up, one of the first things you can see immediately is you can see all the photos of our trip to Isla. Now, we're not going to Isla this time, we're obviously going to stay local. What we're allowed to do and what we're allowed, where we're allowed to go, okay. And we have options in place for this, okay. So we're trying to think how can we do it and stick completely within the letter of the law, but not bend the law, okay? So, obviously, if we are allowed to go on a coach and use a coach this summer, we'll go on a coach. And if we aren't, you'll have to get your wife to drive you in the car, and what we'll do is we'll get you your lunch instead, okay? So, 
trying to think outside of the box because we want to keep this thing moving forward. We want something to happen because we're getting, you know, two, three, four, maybe up to seven and a half thousand people a week watching this now. So one of the most important things you can do for us is you can sign up on YouTube for us. Okay. All right. So no, it, it it should be it should be working. It is all activated. It should be working. You don't have to do it tonight. If there's teething problems with these things, that's why we're doing a wet launch so that we know how it's going to pan out, what's going to happen. Okay. So it should it should it should be working. I'm talking to you, and at the same time, I have found out what the problem is with our guest, and our guest has Norton antivirus installed, and it's blocking him. One thing you should never do is you should never install antivirus. Get yourself a Mac or a Chromebook and you won't have any problems. All right. So it's Norton antivirus has caused the problem with the guest because I've been sent a screenshot and it's totally obvious it's Norton antivirus. I do not do antivirus software. If you're Osama bin Laden and you want to hack my computer, you can hack my computer all you like. All right. There you go. There's nothing on it worth stealing anyway. So uh, the guest is having problems with Norton antivirus. He needs to use something that doesn't have Norton antivirus because it's a load of crap. All right. That's my personal opinion on Norton antivirus software and all antivirus software. So, Mr. Norton, whoever you are, don't take it personally. All right. Don't do them. Never have done. All right. Uh, I've only ever had one virus on the computer, and that was in the mid... 80s on the school computer. There, it's going ballistic at the minute. We're getting uh, notifications through from YouTube. Now, Marty, tell me our guest has uh, worked out how to get rid of the Norton antivirus. Excellent. Justin, we should do a antivirus review. Forget the Irish, uh, uh, Irish whiskey I review. I don't even like talking about antivirus software. Antivirus software is for daily mail readers. All right? <laughs> Keep it subtle, son. Keep it subtle. Calm yourself. Calm. No. Um, it's, brown lemon, it's brown lemonade. It's brown lemonade. Well, I poured myself. I poured myself a black bush. This is not. This is not a collectible whiskey. This is not going to pay my son's university tuition. But it's bloody lovely. Yeah, here, Mark Kerr agrees. What's this Daily Mail you speak of? Yes, exactly. That's it. You know. But there you go. <laughs> everybody, everybody's all down on Daily Mail readers. You do know Daily Mail is. By far and away, the most popular paper read by women. In by the, the way, by the way, Marty, John Don wants to go on this trip because he's already. Hold, hold, hold on here. This, this is this is notifications for money that's dropping into my account. I'm going to be able to do a Leslie Heal and run away to America. No, you're not. You're not you can. They're not let you in. The amount of money that's pinging into my account, if it keeps up at this rate, I will be able to run away in America. I I, I'm going to leave you hanging, and you'll have to you'll have to pay for the the trip the trip to to oh, the whiskey distillery. That'd already. be about right. That'd be about right. Yeah. You see, thank you everybody that signed up. I appreciate you signing up. We're not going to spend that money because obviously we've got to get a coach if we're allowed to get a coach, or we're going to get your lunch. And, and get you into the distillery, okay? Yeah. That, that, that's what it's for, okay? Sort of. 
That's what it's for. So listen, appreciate that. Also, if you go into the buy me a coffee, the PayPal button, it obviously is working, Mark, because people have you maybe maybe you've got antivirus that's blocking PayPal of all things. <laughs> uh, but if you go in there, you can actually have a look through all of the Isla Whiskey pictures. Now, fingers crossed our guests going to be able to join us on the show tonight. Or or maybe the EU have blocked, maybe they've cut, they've cut the wire at the border. They've cut the wire at the border and it and the internet signal isn't coming through. Justin, 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 for four years, all we heard was there can't be a hard border. It's impossible. There can't be a hard border. Cannot. <sighs> and then two weeks, two weeks after it all kicks in, the EU decides, no, we're going to, we're going to let people in Northern Ireland die a death and uh, yeah. impose the hard border. Listen, cheers, cheers, EU. Listen, do you know why Mark Kerr is obsessed with this camper van? I get worried. Actually, I was supposed to pick something up from Mark Kerr. I forgot all about it. Of course, we don't want to be naughty and go around and visit people when we shouldn't. You see, we're in lockdown, Justin. This this is the problem. We're allowed to do certain things uh, like film because it's TV and radio, but we can't do other things. Uh, No, Mark, you see this camper van? I I know you want to park it outside distilleries and get (laughs) lost, but. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying here? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a bit iffy that one. You know, we, we'll hopefully have a coach because we reckon we're going to be back on the road this year. Because in Israel, you were talking about the uh, uh, Jews there a minute ago. In Israel, uh, they're fighting that with the coronavirus. Better not mention it in the in the thing in case Facebook Zuckerberg is. Uh, but uh, in Israel, they're finding that. When a lot of older people get with the virus, a lot, a lot hospital admissions are dropping. Okay, you can check with the Daily Mail, and that's correct. It, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, my father's already had his jab. My mum's getting her jab on Tuesday here. Fingers crossed. We're back to some sort of semblance of norm, normality, and we can get out for a wee snifter somewhere. Okay, yeah. fingers now, crossed. Fingers crossed. Now, what's next? What's next tonight? Some good news. Some whiskey brands have announced this week. Uh, our old friend of the show, Michael McKeown of Matt Darcy, uh, released a figure this week to say that in the run-up of, to Christmas, they had £100,000 worth of sales. Yeah. Now, for what's a relatively new brand with, uh, with a little, I, I don't know what way you'd put it, they haven't had a huge marketing drive. They don't have a distillery built yet. You know, you have to t- take my hat off to them. You know, that's a huge amount of sales. And uh, they, they are available on 70 different off licenses across Northern Ireland. So, uh, I mean, it's really encouraging news for, for the brand and for when they actually get the distillery up and running. Um, yeah, I, they released this as a news piece this week and yeah good on them good i think it's it's very encouraging but- good 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 now i mean he knows what he's doing this fella he's, he's run many a successful business we yeah. we have an interview of him if you want to go back and see the old interview okay uh you can actually see it on youtube so it's youtube.com irish whiskey review search in our thing for do we do, do it as darcy's or old Nuria? anyway he's on there darcy's. Uh, You'll be able to find it, no problem. It's a really entertaining show because the guy really loves the stuff. Well, let's let's face it, he, he, he was well able for me, wasn't he? He was well able for me. Hold on a minute here. All right, uh, there you go. By the way, somebody keeps on sending us money here. I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing it right. Okay, remember to click the membership thing. Now, uh, I feel I should be a television evangelist, Marty. I reckon I, I could have a private jet by this point. 
if you, if you don't hurry up with this news, you know, you'll you need to be the resurrection because I'll choke you. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's next in the news? Well, we said about the good news for Matt Darcy, and, and well done, congratulations. Even better news for these guys. Dundalgan, West Cork. West Cork announced that they had £4.8 million of profit on 34.9 million sales. Now, let's be honest, that uh, that's fabulous. These guys really have come a long, long way in a very short pe- period of time. Now, they are currently employing 79 people and tend to take on between 20 and 30 in the next few years. Uh, their Dundalgan range, this is available in Little. And I think it got a makeover last year, and I think that looked pretty, pretty, pretty sharp. It's it's pretty darn good. It it is pretty darn good. I must admit, and it and it's reasonably priced. It's it's quite tasty. It's it's not it's not mind blowing, but because it's, it's very young and it's but it's it's reasonably priced. It's very good, very drinkable. Um, so yeah, I mean, little little sell all over Ireland, obviously, but. They invested, let me just read this, 12 million euro in the distillery to enable them to sell their spirits, their, their gin as well, in 167 stores across across Europe. Well done, guys, because, I mean, this has given employment to 80 people up to 100 within the next few next couple of years, quickly from nowhere. So, yeah, I, I take my hat off to them. I really do. You know, fabulous. Well done. Very, 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 very good. I mean, there's some really good news coming in. I mean, we didn't think when we started this there'd be so much news every week, but no. when you when you actually get down to it, there's stuff to talk about every single week. Every you know? single week. You know, uh, we we've we've had a really busy week because we actually saw that uh, Water of Life documentary uh, and participated in a couple of the forums, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's something to behold. Uh, it, it's a fantastic show. Keep an eye out for uh, being released again. Yeah, uh, water of life, well worth seeing. You know? I, I, I know where the Irish Whiskey Review. I've I've had a bit of criticism about that, jokingly, that where the Irish Whiskey Review, you always have people from Scotland and around the world on it. Yes, the whiskey world's not that big, and Ireland really, if you're ever going to do anything, you need to make contacts with people all over the world. You know, and I was talking today, this morning, with a guy. Well, a long way away, and hopefully we'll get a chat with him because it's a very interesting project. But I, I like talking to people of all spheres, all spheres, all around the place. Now, Justin, thievery, thief, thieves. Oh, th- thievery! All right, thievery. Okay. In Dublin, um, uh, a bar, a barrel of tealings, empty, was stolen from outside the bottle tar bar in the Church Road in Dublin. Now. This story was picked up by ABC in America because it was caught on film. Now, it's been seen thousands of times, and the number one question people ask is, was the barrel full? No, it was empty. It was one of the ones sitting outside as a decorative feature. Now, as they're known as the barrel burglars, it's a man and a woman, uh, and the owners have appealed for any information to try and find this. Now, this is a barrel of whiskey, folks. This is a significant thing. This couldn't have travelled too far because they did it with the trolley. Now, it was done at half past one last Sunday night. 
so the barrel burglars, you can see them here. And this is what the, the, the owners have said. We would love information on these two criminal masterminds. If you've seen these two pushing a teeling whiskey barrel with a brown top at 1.30 a.m. early on Sunday morning, please let us know. <laughs> Am I Nick Ross and you're your woman, Sue? Uh, because, listen, there, there it is. If you recognise that person, anybody down south recognise that person, ring the guards, and I'm sure there might be a reward for this because it's, it's gone global nearly. You know? well, I, I don't know whether there's a reward, but all I will say is it's find out you know because this can't it's not like you can hide it in below your bed you know you're not going to set it in the living room and, and say oh look what i've got sell it on the black market you know i don't know whether there's a big black market dealing in old used whiskey barrels and maybe there is i'm not i don't move in them circles you probably if, do. I, if I come around your house and i discover there's nice new barrel furniture sitting right the front i'll know where it's come from but but i know it can't be you because you can't get across the border i know that i know that. Otherwise, I'd, I, I would do it, Justin, on the underhand. No. Now, last piece of news, and I, I, I like this. This is, this, is, this is nice. This is a good thing. I like this. Our friends at W.D. O'Connell Whiskey Merchants, this is the Bill Phil, have announced a cask share scheme, which allows those who participate the chance to buy a bottle from their specially selected casks. And what they do is they select the cask, I would imagine Dahi himself, uh, and they release between 50 and 100 bottles of it. Now, at cask strength, 50 CL. Now, there's three bottles up for grabs at the minute. Now, bear in mind what I said earlier on about whiskey prices and, you know, the single cask stuff and phew, flying off, the, flying out of the park, really. There's three up for grabs at the minute. A 2008 First Fill PX cask Milton Duff Scotch for 90 euros. 90 euros for a, a half-litre cask strength bottle. A 2016, these, are, these two are single malts, single malt first fill bourbon barrel from the Great Northern Distillery for 40 euro. 40 euro for a single cask, cask strength bottle. That's good. What's not to like about that? Uh, the other one's 2016 pot still, first fill bourbon cask, Great Northern for 50 euro a bottle. Now, just to be caveat, if you buy it, you pay that money now. And then you get a final invoice, which will have the taxes and the, the shipping and stuff on it. So you'll have to pay that before you get your bottle. On the site, it says that currently that would be approximately 15 euro. Now, so you could get a 2016 first fill bourbon single malt really for 55 euro a bottle. I think considering what's going on in the Irish whiskey, that's very, very good value for money. And... We like these schemes. Well done, Dahi. It's a good idea. It's an excellent idea. Remember, if you're watching tonight, to comment, like, and share. Uh, especially, you know, hit share. Tell all your friends. And also, subscribe to us on Facebook. It is free. And it's good to watch us there because face, Facebook is uh, good for sharing. But obviously, the video quality on YouTube is slightly better usually as well. So, fingers crossed, he's ready. He's he's there. He's sitting there. And Sean Mackay. Have you turned off Norton? Because if you haven't, Justin's going to go absolutely apocalyptic here. Well, what happened to me was the, um, the laptop just wouldn't 
open the link at all. So I'm, I'm doing it through the phone. So there's no Norton on the phone. So we'll be, we should be grand. All right. Lovely to finally have you on tonight. We're looking forward to it. Tell us a little bit about the Irish American whiskey because you're, you're doing great things down there. Yeah. Like um, we've had um, our brands on the market for the last um, six years. Uh, we have two whiskies. So we're, our entry level whiskey here is our Irish American classic blend. So that's a premium blend in the sense that it's made with 70% malted barley and only 30% grain. Now, um, the whiskey that we have at the moment are sourced from a number of different distilleries uh, around the country, and we would uh, blend them to our own recipe. So what's unique about that blend is it's a minimum of um, three and a half years old, and the, that is 70% uh, malt. So uh, you would have majority of that malt is young malt, three and a half years old. Uh, we do have quite a bit of 10-year malt in there. And then the uh, grain is actually um, whole grain wheat. So it's a little bit different. So you have the sweet young malt. We use the the, the wheat uh, grain to give it a, just a little bit of spice. Um, so it's a nice light uh, blend. Um, and you're going to get the, um, the characteristics of the bourbon cask in there as well. So it's Irish whiskey aged in American oak. That's part that lends, lends the name Irish American. Um, more so in the sense that it's, it's it's a brand that's been over 200 years in the making. So it's a very strong connection, uh, obviously, between Ireland and the US. And uh, especially now with their, their current president is uh, Irish-American, has strong Irish ties. And that's the kind of market that uh, we were trying to tell the story about, the, the story of, you know, but basically well, have... spirit and the endeavour to uh, kind of better make a better life for ourselves, you know? Yeah, Marty. A lot of the American presidents uh, come from uh, from Ireland. I mean, fifty percent of them come from from, and even one even comes from Carrick Fergus, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> My favorite one, number seven. Lucky number seven. Oh, don't start. Don't start. Came from Antrim as well. I think this is the first one we can claim for Mayo. Yeah, get a, get a claim for Mayo. The uh, now you you set it up. You set up the distillery in. 2015 and you're down in Ackle Island? No, we started the brand in 2015, so our classic blend and our 10-year malt um, we would have sourced and bottled that in 2015. The distillery here opened in uh, 2018, where it was opened by um, the local Minister for Agriculture and um, it was, um, we went into production, we cast our first barrel on the 19th of August uh, 2019 so we have uh, been in production here in the distillery for oh, just, just over a year now. And uh, in that time, we've produced over a thousand barrels of whiskey. So wow. it's, 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 it's really going great here at the moment in, in, uh, in Ackle Island. Now, you, you're down there. Ackle Island isn't massively populated. So you, you must have, you must have created a bit of a stir when you were actually physically opening a distillery. Lots of people make a brand and maybe don't have a distillery, but you've done the whole hog, so that must have been a big thing for the island. Oh, ma massive for the island now. Um, and the, the whole idea of it, um, the whole company was set up and founded by my late father, John McKay. Um, he, was, he, he was his brainchild, the brand, and um, he just decided that whiskey would have been the best um, vehicle for, for this brand. And the whole idea was always to create the need for the distillery. So we set up, um, we have the routes to market in Ireland, Europe, and especially in the US. And uh, now we have um, the need um, for the volumes of whiskey that we're, we're making here in Ackle. 
Um, so that was, always, that was always the next progression. And as you said, we created a huge stir here on the islands. Um, we were, and the, the, the local people here were very welcoming uh, when we actually brought the two stills, which are named after my two sisters, Kelly and Katie. And when they came in the truck, um, the, the local bagpiper um, piped them in over the bridge. And it's a tradition here when they have um, honoured guests the island or signatories, they will have the bagpiper um, uh, pipe them over the bridge to welcome them to the island. So that, that was a really nice touch. And yeah, um, yeah we've, we've, uh, we managed to open a small bit for tours um, during the summer. And over that six-week period, we... Um, we welcomed over a thousand guests through the door, so it was it was great to see, um, you know, especially here in Ackle, there's a lot of uh, focused on outdoor activities. So um, when 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 it was sunny out, you know, you we were cursing the weather, praying for rain, wanting more people to come in, you know. But um, it, it it's great to have an activity, especially if you're here for a weekend. You're always going to get a bit of rain in the west of Ireland, so it's it's a nice it's a nice family friendly activity, you know. Yeah, oh, I, I can imagine. Um... Whenever you say it, it gets a bit wet, I, I know some people from the US, when they come over, what they say is, oh, I love your weather. And I always say, the novelty wears off really quick, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so uh, your branding is very much to do with the Irish-American connection. And um, if you watch the advert, it's really it's really well done. It's well produced about the whole prohibition uh, and that kind of, it's, it's kind of got that, 1920s speakeasy feel to it, uh, and, and why did why did you pick that style of branding? Uh, that was just um, something that my father came up with the idea with um, the 1920s and prohibition. I think mainly because he was a big fan of Royal Rock Empire and he just wanted to be the next. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's uh, it's, it's like it's, it's as simple as that, really. I think he just he just that idea and they got so much involved in that we actually um, went to uh, California and built, well bought a, um, an old Chevy pickup so that Chevy that you see in the, in the video is actually uh, an original 1938 Chevy pickup Brilliant. and we brought it back to Ireland and myself and dad worked on that for a couple of years and we got it back to roadworthy uh, quality and we put some whiskey barrels in the back and we used that for promotion we actually um, bring it here for the summer on the island and drive it around and it creates quite quite a bit of a stir you know i'm sure it does i i, I love the fact that you just oh broadwalk empire that'll do me uh, you know if you're a fan of something you, that's, you don't need any more it doesn't have to have any more depth than that you know that's that's good enough for anything i, I love it i love it now you you have your two expressions out at the minute um, what else is coming along? Uh, you, you mentioned to me about the Founders Reserve. Could you explain a bit? Yes, that, that would have been um, the last batch of whiskey that my father and myself, when I was with them, um, would have hand-selected. So these are barrels of um, 2002 malt. Um, so it'll be 19 years now when we release it. Um, but these are special because... Um, they're one of the few um, barrels that are fully matured in rum casks. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware, but rum casks are traditionally very hard to work with and they have a lot of leaks. Mm-hmm. So to be able to have uh, rum barrels that will hold whiskey for that long is uh, quite exceptional. So it's um, a unique flavor. What we're going to do is we're going to release a, um, a Founders Reserve 
Um, and we have my father's signature on it, John McKay, and we'll release in Ireland and Europe, we'll release um, 625 bottles. So um, that's because it was my father's birthday, so it was the 6th of, uh, 6th of June. Or sorry, the 25th of June, sorry. Getting the dates mixed up. I'm doing, I'm doing it the American way around now. Uh, I've, been, I've been doing deals with the lads in the States over the last couple of hours, so it's, it has me all mixed up. <laughs> but yeah, so, so we'll have, uh, it'll be an exclusive limited release um, of that whiskey, and we'll do that at cast strength, so we'll do that at 54%. So you'll really get the character of the whiskey, you get all the flavours, has this lovely kind of um, tropical fruits like apricot and bananas coming through it. Um, and you still get that lovely um, malt crisp Christmas from the single malt whiskey. So it's 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 a it's a really exceptional whiskey, um, and we're really looking forward to launching that. Uh, we'll probably start doing the marketing and um, for that sometime in April or May, and we'll have we'll we'll do the launch around June. So that's something we're really excited about. Um, and having said that, then. We, we're, we're making fantastic pot still and single malt whiskey here at the distillery. And, you know, they say three years in a day, it doesn't be long going. Like within another year and a half, we'll have, you know, fully matured whiskey here on site. Um, and we have, we have a range of whiskeys in stock from Newfield now that we've made, made during the week here to, um, as I said, that 19-year-old that single malt. So we have... Um, we're very fortunate in the sense that we um, got our hands quite a bit of that 2002 malt. So it'll be, it'll be a continuing expression. It won't just be Founders Deserve, 19-year-old, limited release, and you'll never see it again. You'll be able to pick up the expression hopefully then again in um, as 20 years old, 21, 22, 23. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll be continuing on that. Now, uh, as it gets older, we'll obviously have to cut back on the amount of bottles produced each year. So... Um, but that, that's that's kind of our big project so far for this year that we're going to um, launch our Founders Reserve. Um, yeah. Has it been difficult uh, dealing with America because you haven't been able to travel there for for the guts of a year? It has, but um, like I suppose uh, a lot of business is done online nowadays anyway, and the Zoom calls and like kind of what we're doing here helps. Um, but the benefit we have is that. Um, when we first set up the brand in 2015, we would have um, initially envisaged going from the Irish market to the UK to Europe. Um, but we got so much interest from the US from, from a very early stage that we said, right, uh, we can't ignore this. So we went to New York and Boston, and we have a really good footing there um, with a lot of loyal customers. So um, it's not something that I need to be constantly there. We need our reps constantly out there. Um, that we have the support from that base of customers and the followers um, that enjoy Irish American in the States. And so they, you, we, we can do it a little bit more virtually that I'm not having to hand sell bottles in a liquor store every Friday and Saturday night, you know, and mm -hmm. um, have the customer base there. And that, that's just because I think we were fortunate to get in maybe ahead of the curve. Um, you know, I think we just kind of got in just... Uh, maybe two or three years, uh, three or four years after Teelings and the first to release whiskeys, I think since then, when we first came on the market. And as you know, since there's been, I don't say it's hard to keep track. Uh, uh, I, 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 I miss what the news was there because I wasn't logged in, but um, I'm sure you're probably talking about another five releases of Irish whiskeys over the last week, you know, so there's, there's, there's so much out there, so much new stuff coming. Um, but I think what will, um, 
what'll separate them is is the quality of, of of the whiskies. It's really kind of up in the levels that you know just your basic blends isn't good enough anymore. You need, the customers are looking for more uh, flavors and, and more exclusive expressions. So that's that's what we're trying to do. We're always trying to go keep everything premium and um, really good quality. You know? I think I think customers have there's a, a good healthy mix. I think there's a, a big focus at the minute on on sort of the premium and super premium stuff. But I did a feature did a feature in the news there where you say you didn't you couldn't get logged in so you missed it. And it's there's, there's this problem now with people flipping whiskies where they they buy up as much of the super premium stuff because people are of a thirst to get it and then they're flipping it over and it's becoming a bit of a problem. So I think there has to be you have to have your good core range and the super premiums really are something that add value to your core range, really. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And that's kind of something that we try to do with our blend. This, um, it's a premium blend, but we're offered it at, at a reasonable price point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get it in most shops down here for 36 euros. Uh, when we're doing offers, some, uh, some, some guys wanted it at 30, 32. So it's, 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 it's a really premium whiskey Um for um, a fairly affordable price. And the same with our 10-year-olds. I mean, uh, it's 10-year-old single malt um, for, for less than 50 euros, you know. So it's, it's, it's great value for what you're getting. But, like, we, we never wanted, uh, when we first started off, uh, a few people told us that, you know, you could sell that bottle and market it at 70 euros. But, you know, I'd, 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 rather, I'd rather sell 10 bottles that 10 people are enjoying my whiskey as opposed to five bottles at 70 because you're pricing people out of the market. Yeah, I think, I think whenever you're selling it at a reasonable price, it's got much better legs. So it's much better long-term to sell it at that price oh, yeah. and do well for it, you know. Um, Greater market penetration as well. Then it's, it's uh, So when, it, when, it, when you do bring out a premium product, uh, people might, are more likely to go for it because they've they've tried the the sort of mid market uh, product and they they like it and they and they want to try they they want to support you. Oh, exactly, yeah, and that's that's kind of where we're going down the road here with this distillery at the moment. Um, using that same ethos in making the whiskey. Um, I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today now without without our two distillers, um, Mick Gallagher and Ken Quinn, and uh, they're not from the distilling background. Um, both actually from the construction industry, um, but under the tutelage of David Hines and Jack O'Shea, um, they've really developed their own style and um, their own passion for creating uh, the whiskey. And especially the pot still and the single malt that we're producing here is just just from the new make. It's, it's a phenomenal spirit. Um, do, do you deal with cement mixer? Do you do two parts <laughs> cement, one part water, stuff like that? <laughs> Something like that, you know. I mean, that, that's what the boys are saying. Once once it goes into the mash tun, it's like it's like the cement mixer, you know. It's a <laughs> the mash tun's harder to clean out than the old cement mixer. You don't have to be throwing in the stones at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> the the Achill Island is covered in peat. So are yes. you are you going to do a, an Achill Island peat it? Well, like. We may do something like that. We haven't um, done any peated whiskey as of yet, or any peated malt. Uh, looking into doing something maybe along the lines of um, char, uh, char in the barrels with the peat to give it the flavour in the barrel. Um, just, uh, I, th- I think West Cork or someone like that did something like that recently. Uh, that's um, I couldn't claim to have that as my own original idea, you know. 
Um, but yeah, it, the Ackle, the Ackle, um, the, the whiskey that we're producing today will be used for the Irish American brand, and we will be launching an Ackle, um, an Ackle brand as well. But um, we won't be releasing any of this whiskey here for at least at least four years. Yeah. Um, because the, the the malt needs that bit longer, and so does the pot still as well. So. Uh, we really want, we're not going to be releasing any spirit uh, out of these stores until we're happy with it. Now that might be five or six years, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're in the fortunate position that we have the agent stock um, to um, continue on with our Irish American brands. And that will um, allow the, the, the Ackle whiskey to mature as long as it needs to be. Brilliant. It's, uh, it's all exciting times. You, you mentioned that there's... Uh, Basically, I mean, there's half a dozen releases every week. Seemingly, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible to keep up. Uh, but you, you guys seem to have went from. It seems to me just really quick. You, you appeared really, really quick, uh, and and kind of from left field, and suddenly there was a distillery and everything. It just, you know, it it really went from. Uh, very small to, to quite a, quite a big presence within a very short period of time. Yeah, well, like we kind of um, as as my dad used to say, we did we don't like to talk about what we're going to do, we just like to do it and then say, look, here we are. Um, yeah. Because um, I mean, if if you were to believe uh, everything that like I uh, was talking about, the amount of distilleries that were going to be um, manufacturing and producing whiskey by two thousand and twenty. Um, I think maybe only a third of them are actually have got to that stage because once you actually get into this um, endeavor of building a distillery, it's it's not easy. You know, there's yeah. there's a lot of drawbacks and a lot of things go wrong, and you just kind of have to work through them. And uh, we're really fortunate that we had a great team here. We had uh, the assistance of David Hines and Jack O'Shea. Uh, also, with the guys that we had working here, my father's background was all in construction, so if there was any kind of uh, groundworks or any kind of engineering problems they were you know they had the experience to fix it um, and having said that the guys that did a lot of the installation work in Asan engineering um, they're fantastic if we ever have any breakdowns they're straight down to us you know so um, it's great to have them resources and even our neighbours across the road um, Charles Nolan the, the local farmer he takes all the he takes all the, the spent grain away and um, Charles is an engineer as well there, so he comes down and if we have any welding or any of that sort of stuff to do, you know, it's like we're, we're, we're gifted with uh, the resources we have on the island um, and also the fact that it's a tourist destination and, you know, you have the, um, the Atlantic influence as well on the aging of the cask. So it's, it's just, you know, um, we, we couldn't have asked for, for, for a better situation, to be honest, you know. Yeah. You have that wild Atlantic way. And for, yeah. for people for people who haven't been on the Wild Atlantic Way, it's stunning. It's absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. But the weather does come in. You know, it can go from beautiful to really rough real quick. Uh, well, they, yeah, they, they, do, they do romanticize it now, but like in fairness, they do call it the Wild Atlantic Way. So, you know, you, you're, you're, it lives up to you. Not the soul of it. It does get wild, uh, definitely. <laughs> um, for sure. But you'd, I, I love it whenever it gets like that because you, you get drama. You know, whenever you go to these places and you see that you know, the weather's rough and real, people from Arizona, uh, you know, from people from Texas, they don't experience this weather. Uh, no. And it's something totally different and it's beautiful. The sea coming crashing in. Oh, it's just amazing. It's, it's, not like, it's not nice to be out working in it, but, you know, if you're, if you're looking out at it with a nice drop of whiskey, you know, it's, 
you know, it's 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 it's, it's pretty enjoyable. It is. It's it's a, it's a to, it's the most relaxing thing in the world to be lying in a nice fire or film on and the, the noise outside and you've got a, a, a nice malt in hand. Yes, excellent. I couldn't agree more. Uh, now, where you are, obviously yeah. the weather is going to play a part in the whiskey because you do have that. You can have that in the summer where it goes. It's quite warm to, to really quite humid and wet in a very short period of time. So how do you think that's going to affect the whiskey over over its lifetime? Well, I think it'll have um, it'll have a very positive effect on it because um, just from t- talking to different people in the industry, like um, if you to do the comparison between Irish and Scotch whiskey, a lot of people say it's peat or double or triple, you know, these sort of arguments. But from what I've from what I've learned, it's it's the climate. It's the Irish climate. It's that m- bit further south, you know, it's um warm temperate climate. And you know, we never really have that much fluctuation in temperatures. Um and that's even kind of uh, a bit more exaggerated here in Ackle because you're here in the sea, even even when it gets cold in the winter, the fact that you're surrounded by uh, the Atlantic, uh, the water keeps um, the temperatures down. And then, then in the summertime, then it keeps it a little bit cooler as well. So you never have a huge variation in temperatures from um, winter to summer. And that's that's what the whiskey likes. It likes to be interacting with the woods constantly in and out, in and out between the grains, not um, like you would have somewhere, say, in Tennessee or, or Kentucky, where it's, ex- like you said, ex- really humid, a lot of interaction in the summertime, uh, into the pores of the wood and then nothing in the winter because it's so cold and everything's tightened up. So um, it's the ebb and flow of the spirit with the wood that I, and also the fact that we um, we season our barrels uh, outside so they're, they'll be exposed to the elements um, here in Acker for at least three weeks before we actually um, fill them with the spirit. So um, you, you, you're, you're, you're getting the the, the sea influence uh, throughout the whiskey. So I, th- I think, it, like, time will only tell, but um, we did do a sampling of some of our barrels there a couple of weeks ago, and the flavours were just phenomenal. And we do have a good range of whiskies, um, uh, whiskey casks. We have some sherry, uh, obviously your bourbon, um, and some port, and uh, some lovely French red wine casks. Just the colour after just um, 10 is phenomenal, you know? Yeah, that you've got so you've got a nice range. You've got your rum, your port, your red wine, your bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you, you've got a nice, real nice range there. Now you've got a lot of friends on here tonight, uh, Sean. You even have Sam McGuire himself. <laughs> Go on, Sean. Doing well. Mayo for Sam. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, he's been dead. I mean, how can he? How can he be on the internet? That's a fake account. That's you. <laughs> That's the only time Sam McGuire comes to Mayo is when my cousin comes over to visit. That's the only time he gets to see him. <laughs> now, you have a bit of a treat to announce to our, our watchers. Oh, yeah, so we're going to... Um, uh, it's, it's 20 people, right? It's going to win. The, have the chance to win um, as, some samples. So uh, however however you guys want to dish them out, we're going to give uh, some free samples of our Irish-American classic blend and uh, 10-year malt um, to 20 lucky winners tonight. And um, we'll get them sent out to you. So what we'll do, we do the normal. Guys, you comment, like, and share underneath 
the, the, the video on YouTube or Facebook. Justin and I pick 20 people at random and we send them out and then we'll do a live tasting uh, in a few weeks' time. So we'll get a live tasting and we'll get our lucky winners. We'll get a sample of the wonderful stuff coming out of the Irish American distillery all the way down in Achill Island in County Mayo. We've actually had a question in here. Did you see that question? It was asked, are the aging barrels actually stored uh, at your location? Yeah, um, I could probably show you if the Wi-Fi stays on. No, don't, don't, don't try that. Don't try that. You'll have just a going mental. <laughs> he's mad yeah, enough the, as it is. With the, you, barrels, see the barrels, you see what he's barrels, like with Norton. I've yeah. had this all day. Me and him were filming up in Belfast today. I've had this all day where he's been telling me all this technical stuff. He doesn't realise I don't actually care. Give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, but, all, all the whiskey is uh, stored on site here. So we have, um, if you if you were to Google the distillery here on Ackham, you'll see two buildings. So the first building on the left is the distillery. I might actually just give it a spin around. Don't worry, I'm not going to lose the Wi-Fi if I can. Okay. So this is the bar here. So this is the Barleyfield bar. Lovely. Move, move slowly, move slowly. Yes, great yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we're just walking out here and... This is the factory floor. These are the two stills. So if you can wow. see, that's Kelly and Katie there. So Kelly is the wash still, and Katie is our spirit still. Brilliant. Do your sisters actually get their hands dirty in the distillery, or or do they live in sort of like Wicklow and 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 England or something like that? No, no, no. Um, my two sisters. Uh, so, um, the, my younger sister Katie is actually um working with the HSE at the moment. Um, uh doing up all the COVID tests and then sending out people the results. And my other sister then, Kellyanne, she does all our social media. And um, yeah, we, we're all very hands-on here when we um, when, when the tours are happening. So uh, particularly this, this summer, uh, it was a full family experience. We had um, the two sisters welcoming, welcoming the people to the, to the tour. And then myself and my brother, Mike, actually given the tour and the tasting. So, um, yeah, it's uh, everyone. Everyone mocks in, as you say. Right. It's good to know that your sister does the social media. I must send her some pictures. Yeah, Kelly looks after all the social media for us as well. Yeah. So, yeah as you can, as you can probably figure out by now, I'm not too technical myself. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> now, in terms of tours, what what tours do you offer when? when we're allowed to and, and COVID, when we're COVID free what can people expect if they come down to Apple? So well, the tour takes about 40 minutes and um, it's 15 euros for a tour and we'll give you a detailed tour um, and uh, the beauty of this is actually a working distillery so you'll actually get to see the sights and sounds and smells of the distillery, get up close and personal with the equipment um, so you'll, you'll start the tour off there and we'll go through the whole uh, whiskey making process from um, from malting the whiskey all the way up until um, uh, the spirit is coming off the stills and going into the barrel. Um, so, so the tour itself takes about 20 to 30 minutes and then we come back here to the Barleyfield Bar and we have a nice generous sampling of our classic blends and our 10-year malt and uh, what we've done this summer actually because um, 
just by chance, we had uh, one customer uh, ask, geez, have you any cocktails? It's awful hot because it was a Russian hot summer here on the island. And uh, I said, sure, look, I'll see what I can whip up. And uh, I made this drink anyhow. So we called it the Mojito, Mojito and it just became a staple of the tours and everyone loved them. So it's a, it's a lovely little refreshing cocktail. It's, uh, it's I love cocktails, Sean. I love cocktails. Justin's just got all excited. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's my twist. It's like a hybrid between a uh, mojito and a um, mint julep with Irish American whiskey. So we call it the Mayo Mojito. The Mayo Mojito. Right. <laughs> well, that sounds lovely. See, see, you're going to get hordes down from the north if this lockdown ever lifts because Nicola, Nicola doesn't want us. Nicola doesn't want us. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Marty, Marty and me, actually, we, we obviously... Uh, our tour guides, so we're quite often down south, but I normally do tour uh, for, my, for my own benefit at least one weekend, usually a week down south, as well as far and, and across the water every year as well. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'd be feel more confident coming so, uh, somewhere like uh, Leitrim or, or Mayo or somewhere like that than, than heading off to uh, Turkey this this particular year for 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 reasons that are obvious. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll give you the VIP treatment anyhow when you come down there. That's not a bother. There's any oh. chance you could keep him. <laughs> <laughs> Is your sister married? Is your sister married? <laughs> She's not, no, but her boyfriend might have something to say about it, you know? All right, okay. <laughs> no, uh, I think people should staycation and remember we have lots of stuff we can go and see. Loads of stuff now. When, when we get opened up, even in winter months now, there's so much more to, to do about the place and the likes of going down to, to beautiful Mayo. But now it's a fair jaunt from where I am, but it's well worth going down. The Wild Atlantic Way is gorgeous. To be fair, unless you're living on Ackles, Ackles is a fair jaunt from anywhere, really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's an hour from any kind of other civilization, to be fair, you know? Oh, no. But, but you, you, you just got a new boat on there, did you not? We did, yeah. I think um, they delivered a new life boat there recently, but there is a bridge onto the island as well, so you don't actually have to um, right. row, row the boat over, do you know? It's not, right. No, but uh, it's been fabulous talking to you, Sean, and I wish you all the success in the world. It's, it's lovely, and we shall be in touch with uh, the results of the competition, and we'll get that wrote up and post it up after the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and Hopefully we'll see you soon. Lovely stuff. Nice talking to you, Martin. John, all the best. Thank you, mate. Cheerio. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye. Now, Marty, what about that? Beautiful. Nice, lovely place. Uh, gorgeous location. Nice guy. What more, what more do you want? I love the fact that it's still a family-run affair. Uh, you know, you have to take your hat off to someone who's a family who's decided this is what we're going to do have the driving determination to actually get it up and running get products to market and i've seen it through and are having success yep get on them we've actually had a couple of questions they always pop through at the last because i think they get they get stuck in a siphon or something like that there or or admin or privacy or something like that there but they actually asked there sean why did you go for two stills at the distillery and not not three are you going to be see that or or forward that and I'll tag him in it and he'll maybe answer it as well. A lot of comments coming in there tonight. Uh, great show as always, folks. Listen, thanks for going on Irish Whiskey uh, reviews. Uh, buy me a coffee, which is Irish Whiskey. 
thank you for that. Remember, if you subscribe, £40 for the whole year, that means you're going on the trip, all right? If you, if you don't want to do that or you live foreign and you want to buy me a Maria drink when we're allowed a drink, feel free. Uh, not that we don't get enough drinks, but you know what I mean. You'll get behind the scenes. You'll, you'll, we'll try and give you a bit of value for money. For Justin, Justin you're, you're heading down the you're starting an OnlyFans page. You can do that by yourself. <laughs> if that's your pre-dare election for what you want to do, post-show. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to get banned by by by, by Facebook. Anyway, I've I've got to I've got to send uh, this in social media to Sean's sister. I've got to send it to Sean's sister in social media. You see, okay. along with a box of chocolates. <laughs> right. Just for the record, if anyone out there doesn't know what an OnlyFans page is, don't Google it. Okay. Just <laughs> if you don't know. Yeah, don't need to know. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll leave it there tonight. It's been a long night. Uh, it's been a long day. We've been up since early in the morning. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll maybe cross post that there to, to show them what you do when you're when you're not doing this. Uh, yes, there's Trevor Watson wants to try the taste, and everybody wants to try the taste. And there you go. Yes, we'll spread it around as best we can. All right. All right. Get on, comment, uh, like, and share, guys, and we'll get we'll get twenty winners. Get them posted out, and uh, and we'll get to try it, and we'll do as we normally do. We don't like doing tastings when the brand ambassadors are in the room. They can watch, but we like doing it without without teacher in the room, so people can give an honest opinion. You know, we like that. Yep, excellent stuff. All right, take it easy. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Guys. See you next. Take care. See you next. See you next week. Don't forget to listen to the podcast and anchor as well. <laughs>